a conversation that I'll never forget is um, she was on the phone talking to my dad and she said, you can't speak to me that way anymore. And you can't call me those names anymore. And you cannot put your hands on me anymore. I'm the daughter of a king and you cannot do these things to me anymore. And I mean, I'm, I was just listening because she didn't know I was listening and I was like just losing it. And that in itself was such a, a pivotal moment. I will remember for the rest of my life. And that then made me really start realizing, wow, look at what he's done to her. I've never heard her find her voice like this. I've never heard her believe in her worth because to know your worth and believe it because you can read yeah. God's word. But if you do not let those words penetrate mm -hmm. into who he really says you are, you're not then going to own it, proclaim it, declare it, and live it. Welcome to the Virtual Bridge Podcast with Miguel. And Michelle. It's always a pleasure to be of service to you wherever you may be. And it's wonderful that we get to connect by means of podcasts. And, and just to remind you that God loves you. He is for you. Keep God first place. Amen. Today, we have the honor of being able to collaborate and introduce a guest who also has a podcast called Rooted. She is a life coach who is passionate about women knowing their worth, their value and identity with Christ in Christ. Um, we're so excited to hear um, what the Lord has done and is doing in her life and through her life. So welcome, Catherine. Thank you for being a part of Virtual Bridge and testifying God's goodness from Portland, Oregon. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for having me. It really is an honor and kind of just like some of our pre-conversations, it's such a privilege to be able to have these conversations and they're yeah. important conversations. So thank you for having me. Well, of course. We're so honored to have you. Yes. Amen. <laughs> we want to honor the Lord right now with a prayer. Because um, we do like to put God in the, in the center of everything that we do. Mm -hmm. um, and before I give that prayer, I want to read a, a piece of scripture. And in Psalms 107, it says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those he redeemed from the hand of the foe. Those he gathered from the lands, from east and west, from north and south. Mm -hmm. So right now, Father God, we come to your throne of, of grace, Father God, with a humble heart, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for, for enlarging our territory, Father God. We thank you for that, Father God, for, for collaboration, Father God. We are here gathered today, Lord Jesus, to to exalt your name, Father God, to, to magnify your goodness, Father God, and just testifying of your goodness, Father God. Hallelujah, Father God. You are such a great Father. We thank you right now, Father God. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, activate right now. Have your way. We honor you with this time, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome, Catherine. Um, again, it's a, it's a pleasure. You know, it's, we are honored um, that you said yes, yes. And, and it's a pleasure to serve the Lord alongside you and let the listeners know who you are, and then we'll get into uh, sharing your testimony. Yeah, uh, It was such an easy yes, um, <laughs> I, I, especially as somebody who has a podcast with God at the center of it. And I think that was when you were um, reading the scripture about it, God being at the center. Mm -hmm. And especially right now in this holy week that we're in right now, it's even more 
he's so his presence feels so palpable right now and so I'm just I'm so grateful to be here especially just in this timing God's timing is so amazing Mm -hmm. last week if we had done this a week sooner you would have gotten a completely different version and maybe we could get into that because last week was a week um and and something I do on my own podcast that I'm going to carry with me everywhere I go anywhere I speak I keep it real okay we don't do surface Christianity here Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna um uh, I always say it, I no throw pillows, right? I don't make it look cute. If it's not cute, I'm yeah. going to keep it real. Amen. Um, Amen. So yeah. I hope that's good with you guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just uh, a little quick about me. I know you did an introduction already. I do have podcasts rooted and, and that really is my baby. It's so important to me. And I, it's such a sacred thing to be used and be a vessel by God. And I know I appreciate the question here as we're all here with our microphones doing the same thing um and that is something that took me I was talking about God's timing it took me longer than I would have liked because of you know my own personal thoughts and self-doubts and whatnot which is exactly why that's such a passion of Mm -hmm. mine specifically with women um but it's here and again it happened the way God wanted it to when he wanted it to. Yeah. And then last year I became a certified life coach mm-hmm. and that has opened up even more. And really the, the doors really opened through social media. Um, I just started making TikToks, you know, randomly in my living room and nothing is random, right? Everything <laughs> God ordained it and it happened the way it happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, people were able to find me, find my podcast through that. And so it's, it's really been a blessing. So thank you for having me. Of course. And I mean, I encountered you through TikTok. You came through through my that's page. So, and and I, I hadn't even asked how you found me. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> For me, it was TikTok. And it was you had so much wisdom and so much knowledge. And I think the one that I came across that I was touched by was about forgiveness and being able mm. to let go. And um, just everything that you've been talking about to women, like knowing their worth, you know, yeah. in Christ and their identity. And so I thought that was very powerful. And I was thinking, like, what has happened in her life? What is her testimony um, when that when you came back up? Because there was a time where I was going through my own healing, and that's the one that that came up. And it only confirmed that forgiving was good, <laughs> just as the Lord says, you know, forgive um, unto others. And it's, so then, it's good, but it's hard. It's hard. It's yes, hard. it's good, yeah. but it's hard. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't serve us. Yeah. Like holding that bitterness, it doesn't serve us. And so I'm like, okay, being able to let it go. And then when you came again, I was like, okay, now we have a podcast. Why not have <laughs> Catherine? Because I'm like, you're such a powerful woman of God. And I'm like, Amen. and you're so anointed. And your wisdom, I'm just like, whoa, I'm captivated by that. Because I'm like, you are already pouring onto other women. And why not? Like, I'm like, I want to know what happened. Like, you know, what did God bring her out of? And mm. I know you just came out um, with sharing your testimony. I was like, God, I, did. I was like, okay, like he just aligned everything. I was like, how are we going to know? And so we do thank you for your yes and just being able to come on here and testifying his goodness. Mm. You know, I receive all of that and I'm so appreciative of it because it's such a testament of God's work, mm-hmm. right? It's such a testament of his work through me and in me. And that is a prayer I always pray. It's like, God, let people see your love through me. Let mm-hmm. let you pour out. Let me be responsible, you know, with it. Because yeah. there is a responsibility to it. And that mm-hmm. is something I also pray. Is let me be responsible with what you've given me. Yeah. But yes, um, 
my testimony, I had, I'm in the third season of my podcast uh, and I launched it last month, the third season. And the first episode of the third season, I decided to open up in detail about my testimony, Mm -hmm. which I hadn't done before because when our stories and our testimonies involve other people, specifically family, Mm -hmm. you know, you can, especially um, in a Latin household, you know, it's always like never bring shame upon the family. You don't talk about your issues like that. Mm -hmm. And Christ gave us a testimony for a reason. Our testimony is not for us. We did not go through what we went through to keep it to ourselves or to hold shame about it or to let it dictate now what goes on in the rest of our lives. Our Mm -hmm. testimony, when we share it and we own it, it sets us free. And so Mm -hmm. um, my testimony is very much tied to um, my mother. And that's something I talked about in uh, the episode that I talked about, which is why Women knowing their worth and value is so deeply important to me and something I'm so passionate about Mm -hmm. because when we don't know what we're worth, when we don't believe that we are worthy, Mm -hmm. we will accept what we believe we deserve. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes what we believe we deserve is so much less than what God has for us because it's been tainted by the world, by opinions, by people who raised us or poured into us. And so I just, it's so, it is such a passion of mine. And I'm grateful that that message is relayed through the videos that I make because that's, that's exactly what I want to be relayed. Amen. Amen. It's such a powerful thing. Yeah. And you know, I, I got some, uh, I was praying to the Lord and I was like, Lord, like reveal to me what, what it is like when, when a woman needs healing, Mm. Um, what is it that, because a lot of times we hear women like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I need to find myself. I need to know who I am. But what the Lord revealed to me, and, and I, I take a lot of notes. And, me too. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, it, could it be that, you know, healing, um, could it be that sometimes we spend too much time trying to find ourselves when in reality we should be knowing whose we are? You know, mm-hmm. and, and trying like you what you encourage other women is find their finding their identity in Christ. And that's like them knowing whose they belong to. And I feel like once we know that there's a redeemer, that his name is Jesus Christ, that he has the name above all names, um, we find who we are with his word. And it's with this Bible mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Because then his promises and and everything in this Bible, we start declaring it over our lives and you know it's just when the enemy comes to us in the name of anxiety Mm -hmm. we don't run away from that like we face anxiety in the name of jesus and we rebuke it in the name of jesus and we send it back to the pit of hell Mm -hmm. you know in the name of jesus and you know when when you know um whose you are again in christ like there's resurrection power inside of you because the same power that lives inside of of christ it lives inside of us because there's a there's a scripture that says now to him who was able to do immeasurable more than we could ask think or imagine according to his power that is at work through us so i feel like what you encourage all the women and this was just revealed to me um today i was praying and everything and like what you encouraging women to find their their identity in christ that is like true healing right there so we love the work that you are doing, Catherine. Thank you so much. It 
we'll never be able to find our identity anywhere else. There is no relationship, no job, no car. I mean, nothing. We were born with a void and it's a void that can only be filled by Jesus. And so when we continue to reach for things that we think will fill it and, and then we'll be whole, then we'll be healed. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen because we get the relationship yeah. and then we got the house or we got the family we were, we wanted, but yet there's still this aching within. Mm-hmm. It's because that ache can only be filled by our one and only God. Amen. And so I remember, little story time. I remember, <laughs> um, gosh, it had to have been probably about seven years ago. I was struggling in my walk and I was in my 20s still, and I was like, yes, like, I love Jesus, but, like, I don't want to, like, change who I am, because I had this idea in order to walk with God, I had to be holier than thou, Mm -hmm. I had to um, only be consumed with the word at all times, and I mean, I had these whole ideas of who I needed to be in order to be accepted by Jesus, Mm -hmm. and I still very much was like, oh, I like who I am, and I don't want to give that up, and, you know, I'm Latina, I got some spice, I don't want to give up my spice, and, you know, I had all these thoughts and ideas about it, and I was meeting with a mentor and she said, Catherine, God doesn't want to change you. He wants to restore you. And that hit me so deeply because, and I hope somebody listening, because that's a, that's a word when Mm -hmm. we think that we almost get scared of having to walk with Christ. We get scared of the idea of what it means because of maybe how other people have made us feel in the past or how uh, church experiences, church hurt is a very, very real thing. And I work with a lot of women who have been very shamed and have been very scared to ever want to come back in church or come back to God. And for me, it's not about saying, well, you just need to read your Bible. It's about, we need to acknowledge that there's been real hurt here. Mm -hmm. We need to acknowledge the way some people have weaponized God. That's heartbreaking to think about what's happened. And so for me, when I was having that that conversation with my mentor, it was about reframing my perspective of really what it meant to follow Jesus and really what it meant to let him restore me. Yeah. Restore means to bring things back to its former self. Mm-hmm. And so before the world got to me, before she gave me this visual, she said, it's like a vase. And as when you're you're born, you're whole. But as life continues to go on, there there's chips that happen. The the paint is coming off. There's been mm. broken pieces. It's been shattered in some places. And all God wants to do is let me let me restore this for you. You got hurt here. There's mm. brokenness here. Let me in yeah. and let me take care of that as your father. Mm. So so yeah, that that really is again goes back to the root of why I am passionate about. Mm-hmm. what I'm passionate about. <laughs> yeah, and I think that is so beautiful how you're able to use what you've endured, right, through your testimony mm-hmm. and what you've experienced yeah. to be able to help and identify and relate because you've been there. So now you're able to relate and help them through that process because you've done yeah. it. Yes, no, thank you. You know, with my testimony, it was really watching as a daughter, watching my mother, mm-hmm. you know, it accept things I knew shouldn't have been accepted mm-hmm. and um, endure things that I knew weren't okay. Yeah. And as a young child, I could recognize that, oh my gosh, I would never let someone, tr-, you know, and I, I think that's where a lot of the like, no, 
we're not accepting, you know, and so that's where a lot of it really started for me. God had to do a lot of restoration of myself to be like, listen, we don't always got to fight everybody. So we're still working on Um, But with that is watching, again, when somebody doesn't know their worth or their value, Mm -hmm. what they believe they deserve Mm -hmm. and what they'll also be willing to accept. Yeah. And I think we get to a certain age because I also talk to women who are like, well, I'm already in my 50s. Like, what's what what can change? Let me tell you something. <laughs> if you are still breathing, God is not done working. Amen. Period. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter if you are in a wheelchair, if you are in a hospital, but God is still Amen. working. There is still a testimony mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And so I when I saw my mother, I think just kind of come to this place where she was accepting that this is the way it was always going to be. I'm yeah. already this old. I, my kids are already this age. This mm-hmm. is just the way life is always going to be. God, but God, that is Amen. that is my favorite saying in the Bible. Her and I both share a special relationship with that specific scripture. Mm-hmm. It is but God always over yeah. everything in anything but God. Amen. And so when my mother found her relationship with Christ, that's what opened the relationship with me. And, uh, you know, part of when I share my testimony, I talk about, we were holiday Catholics growing up, you know, mm-hmm. Easter, Christmas. And although that didn't teach me a real relationship with him, it at least opened the door. So I knew who he was. Yeah. I knew how to pray. And so once in my early twenties, once I did really find him, you know, mm-hmm. on my knees, giving it all to him, understanding I'm in a place where I'm only going to get out of it with him and through him. There's no way I can do this in my own strength. And so when my mother, you know, found him, he really worked through her to open those doors through me and just the church that we were able to be introduced to, to really show God's love. They were the hands and feet Mm -hmm. because we were dealing with a domestic violence situation. Mm -hmm. You know, there was so much I know you mentioned anxiety. There's so much anxiety. There was so much fear. There was so much unknown. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so many times where why we want to stay where we're at, because even though we're not happy, we're comfortable because mm-hmm. it's familiar. Yeah. We feel safe, even if it's toxic or if it's unsafe, it's at least what we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But God, but mm-hmm. God has more, but God, faith is risk. Nowhere yeah. along the lines does it say, Follow me and it'll never be scary. Follow me and you'll always yeah. be okay. No, 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 no. When we choose to follow God, we will absolutely encounter fear and pain. Yeah. But my God, we have him to walk through it with us. Amen. And not only that, but he goes ahead. And when we can trust in the fact and have confidence in the fact that he has good, good plans. So if it's not good, you know it's not the end. Yeah. That's the confidence we can always rest in. That's beautiful. Beautifully said. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I get fired up sometimes. Come on, yes. I just am like, sorry, so feel free to cut me off. No, No, that's that's the Holy Spirit right now speaking to to everyone right now. Amen. Amen. So anyone who needed to hear that. And I was actually going to ask you what happened, because I know you mentioned it, that um, um, 11 years ago, so you were like around 23 years old, um, something happened in your living room floor. Yeah. knowing that you were not going to make it without God. Can you go a little bit into that to share yeah. to the listeners? Like, what were you going through? And what is it that happened that you knew, like, you weren't going to make it without God and how you 
how God brought you out from that? Yeah, I um, my parents were going through a really ugly divorce at that time, and it had gotten abusive. And so I was really at the center of I was constantly having to call the police. I was mm. feeling now I had to protect my mother because I literally was in some cases on some nights getting mm. in between. Um, and it got to the point of where we're like, how did I end up here? Yeah. And as humans, we think I didn't deserve this. I didn't ask for this. I'm not the one who's caught, you know, and you start going down this rabbit hole of me, 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 I didn't deserve this. Mm. And it's through, it's through these times, right? Uh, perseverance, right? Mm -hmm. And I, and I can't even think of the scripture right now exactly where um, trials and tribulations that, that creates the perseverance within us that we need. Mm -hmm. And this was, it felt like the ultimate trial. And mm -hmm. this was, I was a baby, baby Christian. Like this was where I just started going to church when this was happening. And my mother had brought us to church because of what was going on. We were seeking refuge. Yeah. We were seeking help. We were seeking something higher because we knew that this was not something that we ourselves could handle in our own strength. Mm -hmm. And so when I did find myself on the living room floor, it was another night that I had called the police um, and, you know, they had taken my father away that night and I was on my living room floor and I just was like, I'm not, I'm, I can't do this any longer. I can't keep calling the police. I can't keep consistently worrying about my mother's safety. I can't keep dealing with the emotions of having to watch you know, my father be this person because I didn't even, you know, that's such, and that yeah. side note really quick, that is very hard when we, as, as women, if you're trying to accept the love of Christ, yet you have a tumultuous relationship with your father, when you have a strained and painful relationship with your father, if you've maybe never known that tenderness from a father, our earthly father, we oftentimes project that into our heavenly father and we don't know what tenderness feels like. We don't know what it's like to love, be loved without shame. We don't know what it's like for some, uh, for uh, a man to be soft with us mm -hmm. and that we can be soft with back that we can trust. Yeah. So that is, uh, that's part of my own healing that I had to do when I received prayer. That was something they brought up that I, I was projecting that onto my heavenly father. And that was years ago as I've gone along this journey and had to learn different things about myself. But on that living room floor is when I just said, it's yours, God, whatever, whatever you want, whatever you want me to do, if you come in, I'll give it all to you. And it's been a journey. You know, I would love to say that at that moment, I just, I never looked back, but <laughs> Yeah. I'm a human being. I was in my 20s and it's been quite a journey of still wrestling with God for control and surrender is something I pray for daily. But the biggest, the biggest pillar for me in that stepping stone was watching my mother find her voice mm -hmm. because she found her strength in Christ. Amen. And, Amen. and one of the things I said in that specific episode is a conversation that I'll never forget is um, she was on the phone talking to my dad and she said, you can't 
speak to me that way anymore. And you can't call me those names anymore. And you cannot put your hands on me anymore. I'm the daughter of a king and you cannot do these things to me anymore. And I mean, I'm, I was just listening (laughs) because she didn't know I was listening and I was like, just losing it. And that in itself was such a a pivotal moment. I will remember Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. And that then made me really start realizing, wow, look at what he's done to her. I've never heard her find her voice like this. I've never heard her believe in her worth because to know your worth and believe it because you can read God's word. But if you do not let those words penetrate Mm -hmm. into who he really says you are, you're not then going to own it, proclaim it, declare it, and live it. And in that moment, that was her taking those chains off, breaking those strongholds, Amen. and now setting the example for me and the generations to come of what will no longer be accepted here. And so that that is, mm-hmm. I'm eternally grateful for that. That was your tor- turning point, like you said. Absolutely. Wow, that is so beautiful. Yeah. Amen. Thanks for sharing yes. that. You know, I, I think that's it's true what... what you know, towards the end, how your mom now was like, she turned it around and being bold, mm-hmm. being bold. Mm-hmm. And I truly do believe that there is power in what comes out of our mouth. Yeah. You know, yes. there's power in our words. And it, it just reminds me of what you said, you know, when when you were project, uh, projectoring, um, when, yeah, projecting, sorry, when you were projecting, like, you couldn't receive that love. And people were like, no, you're, that's what you're projecting. So that's what you're receiving, yeah. you know? And it, it reminds me of, there's a parable of like the talents and like the, the, that one servant that, that, you know, dig the hole and he thought that God was a, or that his master was a harsh man. Mm. And then his master tells him, you know, you think that about me, but I'm going to judge you by your own words because he mm. was projecting that. Mm-hmm. It's not that his master was a harsh man, but he, he was just like, whatever he was speaking, that's what he has in his heart. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? And and I love that your mom turned it around and, and you received your healing too. And I'm pretty sure like you're careful of what comes out of your mouth now and what, you know, what, what you, what you believe that, that, you know, who you are, it, it projects through your words. And I, I, you know, you can't think that you're, it's my notes I put right here that you can't think weakness and, and, you know, project powerful or being Ooh. a powerful person or you can't you can't think limited and think you're going to be abundant you know mm. it, it, I, I think that our mindset has to be in alignment with what we talk and, mm-hmm. and believe in our heart yeah you know and I think that was one of the big things that you mentioned too that you have to believe it yeah and your mom believed it in that moment and she she rose from that and her authority came in yeah. she she knows who's she she yeah. is yeah. who she's like yeah, yeah. i was like saying it right is. right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like yeah so i'm yeah. like no that was powerful because then that changed everything for you your family your generations to come yeah and um, that's that's powerful catherine mm-hmm. and what you're doing it's being shown um because mm-hmm. i know well i did some his like background history and, and i know that you've always had a heart to serve a heart to mm-hmm. give um yeah. it's so big because I'm like, I know for yeah. every, or not, I don't know if every birthday, but for birthdays, you have fundraisers, you have anything like to give back. You've also had a really close friend, if you can tell us about that. But 
she had cancer and you went above and beyond to to be there for her every step of the way and to see that from a friend the love like and like the projection of god god is love like you do yes. that unto others and i think that is amazing and your heart is so big for other people to serve and to connect with them thank you um you know i one of the things you're talking about was the fundraisers I did, I was a morning show co-host for three years in Southern California when I lived there. And um, it was a secular radio station. I was in my 20s when I took it. And I remember I talked to my pastor at the time and I said, you know, they've offered me the position and he was like, give him heaven. And so (laughs) I knew that with that position, I was going to let that be God's platform. I knew that was going, I was going to do whatever I could to um, let God be represented in that space. And mm-hmm. so, yes, every time birthdays came around or every opportunity I had, mm-hmm. community is very important to me. Giving back is very important to me because we're called to serve yes. more than ourselves. And so when I was doing radio, we were able to do really big fundraisers and able to do live broadcasts. Um, fundraising. And it was such an incredible experience. And it was always, obviously, when I chose, it was always for um, women's shelters and transitional living homes for Mm -hmm. obvious reasons. Um, It is really important to me. And so that was such a great experience to be able to speak to God on someone's morning drive where they maybe just heard a Cardi B song and then dad come in like, God is so good. You know, (laughs) it was so great. And I received so many messages about, mm. oh my gosh, God, I love that you you had God in or you talk about God. You could add him in anywhere. Yes. Wherever you're working, whatever environment you're in, mm-hmm. you could yeah. just plug him in wherever. And even if it's not plugging him in, because there's a quote where it's saying, um, and I, I don't remember the quote exactly, but it's saying, show God's love and if possible, use words. Mm. Because or, or when, what, what the point of it was is that we should be able to show God's love loud enough with our actions yeah. without even needing to say, oh, I'm a believer, mm-hmm. right? It should be shown before we could mm-hmm. say it. We should exemplify yeah. that. Absolutely. And so, yeah, that was really important to me. It continues to be very important to me. And then when my friend did go through um, her experience of cervical cancer, and you know, I think it was so mind-blowing because we were the same age and like, mm. what? So I could see the changes that were happening, the struggles that were happening of the mental, physical, emotional, spiritual toll that takes on you. And I could not imagine. And God had put that on my heart to do. And let me just say this. I loved my hair. Okay. And it's something, I mean, I never even went for haircuts because I'm like, don't touch, (laughs) don't take any inches off. I've had long hair my whole life. And so right now it's growing back. This is like three three and a half years probably um, because I completely shaved it and we shaved it together. We made a video so that we can fundraise for her medical Mm -hmm. bills. And so that was really at the root of it. But the grow back process has been painful. (laughs) And I didn't want to share that because I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl's going through so much. I'm not going to be like, I'm struggling. So I didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. And she would tell me about things she was going with. And I remember one day we were talking a couple months later. I told her, you know, 
She goes, well, you don't understand. You're not, you're fine with the way this is. You're not struggling with it. And I said, I've been struggling with it. She's like, you haven't said anything. I said, well, you're dealing with so much. This is like nothing. And she said, I need to know that you're also struggling with this because it makes me feel not alone. I'm the only, and I, it was a big moment for me because I thought I was helping her by keeping this to myself. And I thought I was, you know, she's dealing with so much more. I'm not going to cry about this to her. And we had a very honest conversation. There's, which is why, why connection and community is so important because we were never meant to do life alone. Mm -hmm. We're not meant to struggle alone. We're not meant to celebrate alone. We're supposed to be there with people in the valley and the mountaintop. That's what God designed us for. So whenever I can have a, have an opportunity to be a part of community and something bigger than myself, mm-hmm. uh, it always is a priority. That is beautiful. That is awesome okay. that you get to be there um, for mm-hmm. other people and you get to exemplify Christ-like and walk like how, how he has and being able to give the love to others. I fail. Yeah. I want to be very honest oh. about that. I fail. We're not perfect. (laughs) I just want to let that be known. I don't choose the best words sometimes. (laughs) I maybe don't have the best response or reaction. I'll be the first. I want to always keep it real. That was a big fear of mine when Mm. I, not a fear, but something that always was important to me is I never want to pretend to be a version of myself. Mm. And then behind closed doors, people close to me or people that know me, be like, who? That's not who she, I want to be the mm-hmm. same person yeah. here that I am behind closed doors, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a flawed human being. I make mistakes. Yep. Obviously we all do. So this mm-hmm. is not just, you know, me piling on myself, but this is transparency is important yeah. to me. Yeah. Yes. Keeping it real is important to me. Mm-hmm. Being honest about mistakes I've made is important to me. I never want to create this holier than thou image uh, because there's, there's another podcast where I can share a lot of other things that I'm not very proud of, you know? So there's a there's a testimony, but there's also the test that happened to get to the testimony. Yeah. Uh, so so I do want to be very transparent about that. Is I'm very grateful what God has brought me through and what He's allowed me to do through that. Um, but when it, it's important to me that I share that, and I'll, I'll I'll say this: when I first started attending church, I was so intimidated by the other women at church, not because they were mean or anything like that. I had placed in my head that they were so much holier than me Mm. and so much better than me. Oh my gosh. They like, I mean, I had just started. And so I'm like, wow, they really serve. and They, they really know their Bible and they're like probably really good Christians and they probably never cuss and they probably never get it wrong. And I created this whole image of Mm. who these women are. And I had gone to a women's retreat with my mother. And again, I was still very much as probably my first or second year in my walk, really following Jesus. And uh, we got split in, up into small groups. When we got split up, I got split up with the pastor's wife, the youth pastor's wife, and then like two super servers at the church. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Jesus. <laughs> What have you done? What am, what do I have in common with these people? They're like perfection. What am I going to talk to them about? And I was so like, I can't believe you did this to me, Jesus. And so as we split up, they were sharing things about, uh, there was a speaker and they were kind of just sharing the reflections about the speaker. And I was so quiet. And if you know me, I'm not a very quiet person. And so they're like, Catherine, you're 
we'd love to hear from you. You're being really quiet. And I'm like, can I be honest with y'all? I was like, you guys are like very holy and I'm just not there. And I just don't really want to say the wrong thing. I'm just not up to your guys' level. And they were like, girl, no one is holier than thou here. And they're like, if we share things about ourselves, would it make you feel better? I said, yes. And they're like, <laughs> they went off about some of the deepest, darkest things that I was sitting there like, oh, you know, I'm not that, okay, I'm not that bad. <laughs> and it was so refreshing wow. to yeah. have a realness like mm-hmm. that, yeah. to have transparency like that mm-hmm. versus I'm the perfect Christian that makes the perfect decisions. And yeah. especially because these were pastor's wives here that kept it so real with me. So that, that left such an impact that I make sure that that is again, a priority for me, wherever I'm speaking, whatever I'm doing, I never want someone to think, Oh, well, I'm not on that level. Or I'm not there. I'm like, girl, I could tell you a couple of things, <laughs> you know? So it's, yeah. it's important that there's a realness in Christianity and yes. not like a, God is good. Nothing's wrong. You know, God is always good. But there are a lot of things that could still be wrong at the same time. Two things can be true at once. Yep. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I love uh, that you spoke about this and the transparency of it, because Mm -hmm. on the other side, well, you got to see firsthand that on the other side of being transparent, you were able to help your friend where she was like, I need you to be raw. I need you to, I, you know, I want to see you struggle. Like, don't sugarcoat everything. Like, just tell me the truth. And, and she was able to relate mm-hmm. to you at that time when she needed you the most. Yeah. You know, and I thought it was beautiful that, that you, you were able to recognize that. And I thought it was interesting that you brought it up because I, I had never thought about that. Because a lot of times our human nature, we want to mm-hmm. appear like, I, I could only imagine a woman shaving her hair or like just mm. bald and then being like i'm fine no worries but it's like be honest not you know? fine, <laughs> yeah that <was> not fine <laughs> yeah so thanks for sharing that yeah i want to i want to see if you could share a little bit of because you you mentioned in one of your videos that um comparison is the mm. thief of um, of joy you had mentioned that and i was like oh lord here we go because that i feel like uh, a lot of men do it too, but I think with women, and, and you brought up a good point right now where you were next to a pastor's wife and you were like, I'm not enough or yeah. I'm not holy enough. So yeah. can we talk a little bit about yeah. that of comparison? Yeah. And, you know, one of the reasons that I maybe maybe overshare than the average person about things that I'm struggling with is because we can feel so isolated in our pain mm-hmm. and we can feel so isolated in our struggle. In fact, that is such a, a weapon of the enemy so that if, if we can, if he can keep us isolated and making us think that we need to remain isolated because if anyone knew, Oh my gosh, they think different. If anyone knew they would judge me, if anyone knew, right, he creates all of these thoughts within our head so that we stay stuck and stay isolated. Mm -hmm. And when I share my pain that I've been struggling with, when I share self-doubt or limiting beliefs that I struggle with, it's because I want someone to read it and be able to identify and find comfort in that and think, me too. Mm -hmm. I'm not alone in this. Wait, someone else struggles with this? Mm -hmm. Wait, somebody else is still battling with this? Wait, me too. Because that is a one of the other, I'm passionate about a lot of things. 
But one of the other things I'm passionate about is, is people feeling alone. Mm, that is why yeah. community is so important to me. Amen. But feeling alone is one thing, but feeling alone when you're struggling, when you are battling deep internal things, that's a different kind of loneliness. And yeah. it, that's isolation. Mm-hmm. And that is, I always say, isolation is the devil's playground. And so I want you to either watch a video of mine or read a caption or listen to an episode and be able to relate to somebody, be Mm -hmm. able to feel like you're not alone in this. Like, I got you, girl. You're not alone. And so when we go through social media and we're seeing everybody's life and we're seeing all the filtered images and pictures, and sometimes I go on there to remind people because a lot of my stuff is on the deeper side because I'm a, I'm a deep girl. But what I, sometimes I go on and I will just post pictures like, hey, guys, I'm not serious all the time. Like, yeah. I just want everyone to know I'm okay. <laughs> I'm not, I don't like just cry and journal all day. Like, I have a lot of life. I have a lot of humor. I have a lot of joy. I am somebody that enjoys my life. And so Sometimes I feel the need to remind people of that because I I do post a lot of things about what you can relate to because there's struggles that I had. You know, when I told you at the beginning of this episode, I said, I'm so grateful we're meeting this week and not last week. You know, last week I felt, and to be honest, last week was kind of the boiling point. I feel like things were brewing under the surface for a while with some things I had going on internally. Last week was the boiling point and I stepped back completely. I stopped responding to texts and emails and messages because I felt like I was in a place where I was desperately trying to put the oxygen mask on myself. Mm. And I knew I needed to get the oxygen mask on myself because it felt like I was at the bottom of some pit trying to claw my way out. And Mm. I don't to those places very often mm-hmm. and you know one of the things you were saying is how important the words we speak over us are the words we say over us yeah. and I believe in that completely when we get into or I should say when I get into a place I know I get you know my my armor on right I start putting on that armor of God mm-hmm. I know what I need to start doing for battle because this is an all-out battle we're in yeah. and I start knowing the words I need to claim over myself I was exhausted last mm. week I didn't have the energy to battle I didn't have the energy to put on my armor and to be honest this was really uncharted territory where it almost felt like it could have been a bit of even spiritual warfare mm. because it was a different kind of heaviness that I was feeling, it was a different place mentally and internally that I was going through and I was really struggling. Mm -hmm. And for a couple days, I needed to process what was happening before I could even reach out. And in my head, I said, we know better, Catherine. We know what to do here. We know what we've got to reach out and do. But when we're exhausted and we feel so depleted, and I, I, I'm speaking this because I'm speaking this to somebody right now who finds themselves in that place. It's easy to watch videos and watch other people say what you need to do. Well, just proclaim the word of Jesus over you. Just know that you're loved. Just know that, you know, this is the enemy and you're better than this. When you are at that place of such depletion, sometimes our former weapons don't work the way that we want them to in those spaces. Mm-hmm. And we have to we have to learn new weapons and new yeah. seasons. Yeah. 
And so I really felt like I was in a place where God was like, all right. I, 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 well, I was in a place actually where I couldn't even feel God. I didn't feel connected to him. I was struggling. And I think sometimes we watch people who we, we think, well, they're at this certain level with God. Oh, they don't probably deal with problems like this, Mm -hmm. or they're so on this walk. They've got a podcast. They like speaking to people. They don't struggle with the things like, no, 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 new levels, new devils. And so it, it really is true. And I'm so thank you, Jesus, because I'm on the other side of it. I put my I, I, I did what I had to do to put my oxygen mask on myself first mm-hmm. so that I can then pour out. Because mm-hmm. when you're a vessel, which we all are, I don't yeah. care if you're Amen. like, oh, I don't have a podcast. No, 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 no. If you're breathing, you're a vessel. OK, mm-hmm. so when you are a vessel and when God uses you man, that puts a target on your back sometimes. You're proclaiming Jesus. You're loving on people. You're spreading the good news. It, it's something that I understand, which is why I know I need to keep myself armored and above all else guard my heart. I understand that, but I'm also human. And last week was a week for me, which is, I knew, and I even thought, God, did you bring that up? So that I talked, did that go, did I go through that to bring it up on this podcast? I mean, I really yeah. was thinking like, cause I, whatever I'm going through, I know God is going to use. So that is one of the, yeah. when we have pillars of confidence in Christ, no matter what we're going through, there are things we could fall back on. And so when I went through what I went through last week, I'm like, I know you're going to use this. I don't know how, I don't know when, but this is going to be used for a greater good. And maybe if it's just for this podcast, and somebody's listening to this specific thing right now, then it's for that. It was worth it, you know? Um, but but it, it can be real when we're going through battles and when we are comparing, when yeah. people don't share their battles and only um, their mountaintops, right? Not the valleys. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. constantly just comparing to the mountaintop. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh no, I'm going to show you the valleys, the back roads, the bushes, <laughs> yeah. mountaintops. Everything. I'm, I'm going to give you more than you wanted. So. Yeah. That, I'm interested. I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Like some of those battles, the the spiritual warfare that you were talking about. I'm just curious. Like, was it because a lot of times I remember you talked about too. Like, whenever the Lord entrusts you with something, um, and you're being Holy Spirit led, like a lot of people are not going to understand you, and that's why you said new levels, new devils. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm just curious if like the spiritual warfare that you were going through is like. With everything that the Lord is entrusting you with social media and putting yourself out there and all that, if that's where the enemy is like attacking you, because it's like, what are people going to say? What are people going to think? Or I'm not, in, maybe I'm not enough. Or And it's just like the enemy is like, that's where I, I'll be honest. Like, that's where the enemy attacks me sometimes, too, at times where it's just like, I want to share a word of God, the word of God and put it out there. But then uh, I'll be honest, like I, I think that some people might say like, well, he's not, who is he to share the word of God? Or he's not a pastor or he's not, but I always go back to the word of God and I'm just like, no, no, no. Like he is, this is what God wants. He wants us to proclaim the word of God to all nations. Mm -hmm. And that's when I go back and I'm just like, nope, no enemy. Like the Lord has entrusted me. I'm going to be obedient. And that's where I find my strength. And and I want to share with you the word of God, something that, that you, that, that I love that you said that you were like, okay, I went through that. And what, what it was speaking, what, what I heard right now in the spirit is like you, you pruned it off. 
and it's like he cuts every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful <laughs> so i think that was powerful that he said okay maybe the enemy was trying to attack you but the lord took that in, and then he turned it around and he's using it for something good and now you're sharing it on this podcast so it's bearing more fruit yeah you know Amen. yeah you know, I couldn't help but, you know, chuckle when you said that because it, it's such an affirmation from God because Amen. pruning has been a big thing lately in my life. And the, the word I've used to describe a couple things that I've gone through this year as a pruning season. So wow. when you said that, oh, it was just God. very, Come that's on, why I couldn't help but laugh like, God, you Look at you. And so it's just as funny when he affirms things like that, because I, I've gone through quite a bit of pruning this year. Mm. And, you know, pruning is not comfortable, mm -mm. but it is so powerful. And it, yeah. it there's purpose in it. Amen. You know, God doesn't prune because he's bored. You know, God doesn't do anything without purpose. And so there's always, whenever there's any type of pruning, I know that there's purpose for it. I know Amen. that there's a purpose greater than maybe I can even understand at the moment. Yeah. And something I need to remind myself very often is I've not been called to understand, but to trust. Mm -hmm. Because on, a lot of times yes. we're like, I don't understand why this is happening. I don't understand why I'm going through this. Yeah. God, why is this lesson keep coming up? We're not meant to understand. We're meant to trust. And yes, yeah. we're supposed to explore it, especially say if it's a lesson that keeps coming up. It's like, okay, maybe we need to dive into why this lesson yeah. keeps coming up. Mm -hmm. You know, but clearly you're trying to tell me and show me something, Jesus. Yeah. But but yes, pruning is just, it's such a, a necessary thing. And when I was talking, I know you were talking um, about what I was sharing about, you know, the spiritual warfare. That that I don't feel like I'd actually ever gone through before. And it was a deeper type of struggle. And I know you were saying, well, when this has happened to me, I'll think I'm not enough. And, you know, I don't know what that looks like for you. You know, for me, we all have unhealthy coping mechanisms, right? Mm -hmm. And so when I, especially last week when I was struggling, I 100% went to my unhealthy coping mechanisms. One of them, so for me personally, my drug of choice is food. And so it, it really, and that's something I really haven't even opened up with on my own podcast, but I plan on making an episode about is my own struggles with mm -hmm. that. And it's a, it's a struggle that the enemy is very aware of. And that, um, is very much used to, um, attack me in certain ways. And so, and I know we can listen to it like, okay, it's food. You weren't like in an alley shooting heroin. Like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Again, one, the compa comparison is the thief yeah. of joy, right? Whatever your struggle is, that's your struggle. And you know mm -hmm. how deeply it affects you. Mm -hmm. And two, when, when I go to my coping mechanisms, when I let myself be consumed by that, I am no longer allowing myself to be consumed by God mm -hmm. because this has become my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This has become my idol. And because I'm in pain and because this is what I'm allowing myself to find comfort in, yeah. I've taken Jesus from the center because now I'm finding comfort from this coping mechanism. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Now I'm going down this deeper, deeper hole because that usually opens the door to them very, when we don't feel good about ourselves and normally the, I mean, I'm not binging on salads, right? <laughs> it's usually anything with sugar that I can get my hands on. And one, I'm very passionate about food affecting, our gut affects our brain. Our brain affects everything, though our thoughts, the way that we view the world, the way that we view ourselves. And that'll be for another conversation. Mm-hmm. But when we can, when the enemy can get to our thoughts, there, there's, that affects everything. There's a reason we're supposed to renew our mind in Christ. Yes, there's a reason why on. we're supposed to have a sound mind. Mm-hmm. And when we are, for me personally, when I'm in that place where I, I am now using my coping mechanism and using, allowing it to just open other doors. Like God was like, yo, we closed those doors years ago. What are you doing knocking on those doors again? What are you doing knocking on that and opening those doors? It then puts you in a place of self-loathing. And now you are thinking, oh, I can't believe we're here again. Mm. I can't believe I let myself get to this place again. I feel so disgusting. I feel so low. Mm. I feel like, I was on such a high. How did I get back here? Mm-hmm. And somebody needs to hear that because we can be so critical of ourselves, especially when we were so proud because we've, you know, accomplished certain things and overcome certain things. And we've taken so many steps forward mm-hmm. that when we take those steps back, it's so heavy. Mm-hmm. It can yeah. weigh on our spirit deeply and really those old wounds will come to the surface of I'm not enough. I knew this change wasn't real. Mm-hmm. I knew I couldn't keep this up. Am I a fraud? You know, I'm speaking about the power of God and here I am feeling so unpowerful mm-hmm. and those thoughts will creep in and consume us if we allow it. Mm-hmm. And thank God that those episodes for me have gotten shorter and shorter over the years because who I feel I I feel like I, I'm a visual person. And so when I am really trying to fight my way out of it, I really do close my eyes and visualize Jesus just with his arm around me, like mm-hmm. holding back anything that's trying to come after me, anything mm-hmm. that is not of him. Mm-hmm. Like I've got you. I've yeah. got you. You're my daughter and I've got you. And, and that was actually a visual he gave me this morning. And I just Mm -hmm. let myself abide and rest in it and cry about it. And Mm -hmm. because it, it's so hard when you're in that to really think, gosh, this isn't just some big, uh, higher power that lives in the sky. This is a personal Jesus. This is a father, a father that wants to protect me, Mm. a father who wants good for me, a father who gets pissed when the enemy comes after me. Like when I'm in battle, I'm like, oh, gloves off. We're doing this. I'm pissed (laughs) off now. I'm angry. How dare you try and make me think less of me? How dare you try and make me forget who I'm created by? How dare you try and forget my father's words of who he says I am and who I have to... I have to get angry to get myself out of that and know that the father has just got me in his arm protecting me. And I'll leave it there. (laughs) Amen. And I think his love 
our Lord Jesus Christ's love is sufficient yes. that when we, because we're all humans and mm-hmm. we all fall short of being perfect and, yeah. you know, sinless. And I feel like that's why he gave, that's why God sent his only beloved son to die on the cross because yeah. he already knows, I'll be honest with you, he already knows all the sins that I'm going to commit or that I'm going to do in the next 30, 40 years. Those sins are already paid for. They were paid yeah. for in the, in the cross you know so and and that's why like when we fall back into sin um Mm -hmm. it's knowing that his love is sufficient Mm -hmm. to to know that that we that there is royalty blood flowing through our veins Mm -hmm. and even if we fall it's just like brush it off get the word of god and and know that you're a child of the most high god Mm -hmm. and and just put back that breast of of righteousness and walk forward that way regardless if you felt because if we're not perfect, but yeah. again, like his love is sufficient mm-hmm. for him to pick you up and say, I was waiting for your son, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you came back or you came back, daughter. Yeah. And like you said, like yeah. him embracing you, embracing you, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I love there's a song in Spanish that that says that that he looks for us like a roaring lion to mm-hmm. come to us and, and hug us, yeah. you know, because he loves us so much. Yeah, and he's just waiting for us to go back to him because we can't do this with our own strength. And sometimes people try to, Mm -hmm. and it's like, no, invite God. Like, he wants to be a part of it. He wants to be there. He he wants to give you his strength because without him, we're nothing. Yeah. And so I I think it's beautiful that you have that vision, and that's what's helping you overcome and just push through um, through the week or through the day. Um, and for yeah. us too, to being able to cling and find something that we can cling on to so that we can continue to push through when there is spiritual warfare, when we have things like those mind battles, those negative thoughts that come to us and how can we counter them? Um, yeah. one of the things that you've mentioned before is the emotions, the feelings, right. Of being able to let them go, um, mm. no matter what that looks like, because that affects our bodies, that affects mm. our, our mental state and how we carry out our day. Um, but being able to recognize them, acknowledge them, and then let them go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, well, because I, our feelings are, are valid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Are, but they're not facts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our emotions are valid. Our feelings are valid. We need to acknowledge them. Yeah. We do need to bring them to the surface so that mm-hmm. we can bring them to the light. Come on. You know, yes. when they stay in the darkness, they fester. Yep. They fester. They grow. Mm-hmm. And then again, they, it's the devil's playground all over yep. again. Yeah. 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 Because then that's when then, we start making emotional, when we yeah. start making decisions based off of emotional feelings, forget it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, I would love to say <laughs> I've mastered better. I say I'm not a master of anything. I'm, I continue to be a student. Yep. But I love that. When our feelings, are not um, sometimes, especially I think as women, where we teach ourselves it's fresh. Well, it's, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I, I've let it go, but it's still festering. We haven't actually let it go. I always tell people, where do you think it's going? You know, if you continue to swallow and push them down, where where do you think they're going? Because please trust me, they will come out yep. in our relationships. Mm-hmm. They will come out in uh conversations and we'll be triggered in ways we really shouldn't be but because it's right there under the surface waiting to come out but our feelings are and this is something 
I have to remind myself a lot of because I have very strong feelings and very strong emotions. Mm. And so when those are creeping up, I've learned I need to take a step back. These are not facts. Just because I'm feeling this way does not mean I get to respond or react this way. Mm -hmm. God, show me how to handle this because if I handle it the way I want to, okay, the earrings are coming off, you know, so it just (laughs) is one of those things where I, I cannot do this in my own Mm street. I no longer want to do things my own way because I've done that long enough. I know how it ends up. So it very much is, I can acknowledge my feelings. My feelings are valid. I get to feel them. Yeah. But I also need to let them pass through because they're not facts. Mm-hmm. And if there is something that needs to be done about it, then, you know, we'll, we'll take, we'll proceed with what needs to, but more importantly, God wants to hear about them. Yeah. yeah. God wants to know. And here's the thing. He already knows what mm-hmm. we're feeling or not. Um, he doesn't want our cookie cutter version of, but you know, Jesus, I just trust you and all as well. I was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm really pissed right now and yeah. I'm struggling mm-hmm. and I'm angry because I don't understand this. Mm-hmm. I always tell, and even with my clients, when, when there are some deep, dark things that they're battling, have you talked to God? Have you told him you're mad? Because mm-hmm. he, he is not afraid of your anger and he is not afraid of your emotions. He gave us our emotions. They're beautiful mm-hmm. things. But we just have to find balance with them. And so when we think we are keeping it from God in a way, like, well, he doesn't really need to be let into this space. Listen, God wants to be in your living room, your closet, your bedroom, (laughs) the whole house, okay? We're not doing ourselves any favors by just keeping him in the doorway. So uh, he gets he gets all of it here. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I love how you're encouraging people to actually confess it. let it let it out of our body through words shed Mm -hmm. light to it you know and i really love that encouragement right there and we want to be mindful of the time and i know we could share way more but before we (laughs) we even close it like i i want to ask you if you could give a word of encouragement to to the listeners um and and i know we have been giving a lot of encouragement but it's just i want to pinpoint um like that that woman that that may be listening right now that's going through through what you went with your parents mm-hmm. um because i know that that's where a lot of uh, young people struggle with especially right now like the economy then which is you know the post pandemic and um you know the government and uh, all these lies of the enemy is causing separation of families and for a young person like for a 20 year old that's maybe listening right now um, what word of encouragement can you give her? It's like taking yourself 10 years down. Um, you know, what word of encouragement could like you speak to yourself right now with that wisdom, with that knowledge that you have right now? What's just like a biblical encouragement that you could give that young girl right now? You are you. That is your power. That is your power. God has set you apart. God has given you the unique gifts and talents, not to compare with anybody else, not so that you can think someone's are better, but for you. Mm -hmm. He put that dream on your heart for a reason. He designed you with your unique DNA and makeup. Those dreams are for a reason. What you had to endure, the storm that you survived is so that you can steward someone else through them the same way that I've been able to do with my own story and my own testimony. But it is so important that you you know that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. 
Because when we think about things that we desire to do, oftentimes we downplay the gifts that we have. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. I serve such a big and good God. There's nothing Mm -hmm. small about you. There's nothing small about what he wants to do through you. It doesn't matter if you have a five five people following you on social media or that you don't have a platform or you don't know where to begin. Mm -hmm. You were so called and created for anything at literally we serve a limitless God. You can do Amen. anything. And that is so hard sometimes even for myself to understand because I get in my head and there's so much I held myself back from even at 20 of, of things I wanted to do, but thinking, oh, gosh, look what they're doing and look how they're doing it. I wish I could hug younger version of me mm-hmm. and the authority that is within me because of the God that lives within me. And that dream that you want is scary. Yes, it's scary. Mm -hmm. It's because you can't do it in your own strength. Mm -hmm. You're going to be equipped. Take the first step. Take the first step and watch God equip you along the way. And if it's the wrong step, I promise you, he will correct you, but he cannot bless steps that we don't take. So take the step and remember whose you are above all else. When you, on your lowest day, when you're doubting yourself, remember whose you are and proclaim and declare that over you. Amen. Amen. I love that. And I love that because our pastor tells us all the time, you guys, you have to pray bold prayers. Ask the Lord something or when when the Lord gives you a vision that's way above your head, that came from the Lord Mm because you're not going to do it with your own understanding. We don't lean on our own understanding. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like, that's why a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people are scared and do the first it's step. Intimidating. Yeah, but it's just like, just trust in the Lord. Just yeah. trust in the Lord. If he's entrusting you with something, then he's expecting He's expecting a return, yeah. you know? So, um, And his word never comes back void. And, and that's something mm. that I was going to share with you because as I was praying for you, this is what came up for me. And, and it was Isaiah 55, 11, and it, It says, it is the same with my word, and I send it out, and it always produces fruit. Mm. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Amen. So in Mm. everything that you are doing and how you're helping people, like you're doing what God is calling you to do, and you're producing fruit, and it's going to, he's going to use you in bigger ways that you've ever can think or imagine. And I thought... I thought that was very beautiful that God was able to share that through me and give me that that word just to remind you that what you're doing in his when with his calling over your life it's going to continue to produce fruit and that he is with you everywhere you go. Amen. Thank you and I let me tell you I needed that scripture and I, I want to just say this I know for me sometimes when I know God has unlimitless potential that he's planted within me and purpose. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I get scared with that. Mm -hmm. And so I go back to where I'm familiar and where Mm -hmm. I can start playing small. Mm -hmm. And so I I really do appreciate you saying that because that is something I even was battling with last Mm -hmm. week of where I saw all the things God wanted to do and I could feel it really starting to move and I think I get scared of, can mm-hmm. I handle this? Mm-hmm. And I respond, wait, wait, I'm not equipped enough for that. Wait, I don't know enough for that. 
And so I just really do appreciate that because when I, when I talk to people, I say, I'm saying this to you and to me. Like when I say, yeah. you know, you are you, that's your power. I'm like, okay, girl, yeah. you are you. That's your power. Yeah. You know? yeah. These are the same things I'm saying to myself. These are the same things yeah. I need to remind myself of yeah. daily, hourly, every 10 minutes. You know, these are things, especially yeah. when I'm struggling, that I need to get really rooted and planted in. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciate the space that the two of you have created, the calling mm-hmm. that you yeah. felt and answered yeah. and the the lives that then now get to be affected because mm-hmm. of the yes yeah. that the two of you made for mm-hmm. this space. Yeah. And so I, I just really appreciate it. I appreciate the words that you've given and the scripture that you provided me because they were, they're very much needed. And so I just, Amen. I thank you both so much for having me. It's really been a pleasure. Of course. No, Amen. thank yeah. you. We thank you. <laughs> I think we're in alignment with what God, what we're all stepping into, right? Because we're Mm -hmm. all doing it to glorify God, to be able to touch the lives of the people, to know that they're not alone. That is why we do it, because there's other people that think that Christianity is like a perfect thing or that everybody has it okay and everybody is perfect. And it's like, no, like we go through things and Mm -hmm. we're imperfect people and we want to provide this platform to glorify God. So thank you for your yes, for being able to testify God's goodness and what he is has done is doing and going to continue to do through your life and we're excited i definitely want to keep in touch i want to go visit and see you and connect with you Um, i love that we'll have part two here when you're here yeah Um, part two will be in person (laughs) coming up amen that's awesome you know i really do believe that we are imperfect people serving a perfect god you know and i love what you ladies are sharing and we God, I always tell Michelle this, like, we don't have to know the H-O-W, the how. Mm -hmm. We don't have to know the how. God is just looking for someone to entrust and to see who's going to take action. Because I, one of the things I always tell Michelle, too, is that I also believe that the Lord gives you the vision. And you know how the Bible says that we have to write down the vision, have a plan. And I told Michelle, God has a window and he has a certain amount of time for you to take action. If you don't take action... He'll give that to someone else. Mm -hmm. So I tell Michelle, yeah, I tell her, that's why I tell her, babe, we don't have to know the how. God is just seeing, are you willing? Yeah. Are you willing to do my will? Even if people think you're crazy, like just take action, (laughs) you know, because it reminds me of the story of the alabaster jar, the woman where she broke that jar. She poured it on Jesus head and everyone was like, what a waste. She could have done this. She could have done that. But Jesus looked at her and she said, you have done something beautiful for mm-hmm. me come well, on somebody yeah you know well exactly like you said we're all here doing it for the glory of god right come on, and we yes. get caught up or at least i do of like oh but this is gonna look this way or i i'm not i don't know enough with this and yeah. it's like this is not about me mm-hmm. right and yeah. it, it's not that i can get caught up with making it mm-hmm. about me not even realizing that i'm making it about me mm-hmm. yeah and so it really is it's about glorifying god Amen. it's about spreading the news it's about one person even i always yeah. say if just one person were to listen to my episode mm-hmm. but feel connected then i yes. did exactly yep. the important thing is i was obedient yeah i always want to give god my obedience and like you mentioned mm-hmm. where god will move on and use someone else and listen whoever he will use i'm grateful for but if i got the opportunity and i let it pass me because i was like and i and i definitely know i have before right mm-hmm. i was like no i'm not ready 
right? I don't feel yeah. it yet, or I'm not there. I want all the opportunities. Come on, I want to yes. Use it all. I want to know that I have poured at the end of my life. I've poured out everything that mm-hmm. God has poured in. I want to leave here empty. Amen. So, so Amen. yes, just thank you guys. Yeah, that's so awesome, and. I, I also before we close out, I just want to I just can't contain myself, but I, I'm like in the Bible, I'm like sure like we new. Can go on yeah, <laughs> I'm just like new wine. A new wine is ready to burst out because God is yeah. doing new things, you know. But I just want to say, Catherine, I just wanna I, I want this to come out of my mouth so you could hear it and receive it. That what you are building with with your rooted podcast and with everything that you're doing in social media you're leaving a legacy behind because it's involving other people. It's impacting other people. And, you know, a legacy that doesn't involve other people, it has no eternal value. Mm -hmm. But what you are doing with the work that we're doing, we are being entrusted. We are the generation that's being entrusted with what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And you said yes, we said yes, and we're going to continue to do so, even if we look crazy, even if everyone tries to judge us and, even when we don't know how. <laughs> right. Even if we yeah. don't know how, yes. And it's it's just an honor to be yeah. able to serve the Lord Amen. alongside you in this time, in this generation, and mm-hmm. other generations, um, other, you know, other okay. generations. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna go back to this 80, 100 years, yeah. 150 years down the line, and they're gonna be like, whoa, like they were already doing it. Mm-hmm. And and your yeah. kids' kids are gonna be able to go back and be like, She was my grandma. Yeah. And be, be able to <laughs> learn about you. And you're gonna leave all that work, all that knowledge. And you are called to be that one person to break those generational strongholds. So, Amen. yeah. Amen. And, you know, to close out, we like to acknowledge um, and thank our guests. Mm-hmm. And I wrote something um, that was also when I was diving into your work and reading and all that stuff. And the Holy Spirit, like, just started flowing and revealing to me. And, and when that happens, I like to write a lot. Um, and, you know, we want to thank you for your obedience and stewarding well what the Lord mm-hmm. has entrusted you with. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you for sharing, uh, showing up. Thank you for showing up for others, yes. helping others to dig within and generate reflection and transformation through yeah. your work. Mm-hmm. And we love that you are removing weeds and not only removing them, but you're like uprooting, yeah. you know, thoroughly what's unwanted. And you are cultivating the soil and replanting the roots of Jesus that mm. nourishes many beautiful people and, and it, it, it impacts in a way where like people grow, grow mm-hmm. into the things that they're called to do. Um, and every podcast episode, it was revealed to me, like every podcast episode that you launch, it's like a beautiful shower, a shower of living water that gives mm. growth to the fruit of your work. So I, when that, yeah, that was revealed, wow. I was like, I got to write this down. The Lord has entrusted you with, with woman empowerment, and you are definitely multiplying and giving the Lord the return that he entrusted mm-hmm. you with. Um, and I, I, it was also revealed to me that you are like, it, it's not, again, it's not comparison or anything, but I'm just reading to you what the Bible says, that you are the seed of Abraham. That's mm-hmm. what it was revealed to me, that you are the seed of Abraham. And, you know, the Bible says that um, in, in Genesis 26, now there was a famine in the land um, besides the previous famine in Abraham's time. So, like, the famine represents, like, like, this past week that you were going through spiritual warfare. 
So there was you stopped your podcast, you stopped everything, you stopped texting people, you stopped replying. So there was a famine, just like in the Bible. But mm-hmm. in verse 12, it says Isaac planted crops in that land, and the same year reaped a hundredfold. <laughs> so that was revealed to me. And in the midst of everything that, that you're going through and everything, you're healing a lot of that. Keep going, girl. Don't mm. stop. Keep yeah. planting your crops and you're going you're gonna to reap a hundredfold of everything. A hundredfold clients, a <laughs> hundredfold people following you, a hundredfold yeah. views, a hundredfold yeah. business. A hundred, come yeah. on, somebody. And, and that, that was just revealed to me that you are the seed of Abraham. I, 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 Isaac yeah. planted crops in the land and, you know, he, he, he took a huge harvest. And that's what we're called to do, regardless of what's going on, regardless of the government, regardless of the whatever. That's not our source. We are connected to the source, Amen. which is our heavenly mm. father. Amen. You know, yeah, so um, I receive all of that. Oh, yeah. just, Amen. I just drench in it. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I'm just like, soak it all in and soak it all up. And I, I really do uh, appreciate that. It, Amen. it really is. Uh, this conversation was also needed for me, right? Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of times we create content, not just because um, we just had this idea and now we do it. It's content that we ourselves need. It's it's words that we need. Uh, When I record my episodes, it's like therapy for me as well. So Mm -hmm. I really do just uh, appreciate that. And I think something I'd want, somebody to also take away from this conversation is the importance of community. I mean, this beautiful conversation that we've been able to have mm-hmm. the way that mm-hmm. Jesus has really been able to be at the center of this yes. it is so important. Um, when we get to talk about our faith yeah. with other believers, our testimony with other believers, yeah. this is powerful. Amen. You know, th- this is, this is powerful when we can come together yeah. and have these types of conversations and it's empowering. So yes. just thank you. Thank you for allowing Amen. me to be part of the conversation. Amen. What I've, what I've came to, to know is like when we are obedient, the Lord and the Holy Spirit, our Heavenly Father, they always show yes. up. Amen. Show they up and show, show up. out. Always. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> they do, they we have do. one final question in, in okay. the podcast that we ask all of our guests. <laughs> and it's a question found in the Bible. And it's in Matthew 16, 13. It says that when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And some said John the Baptist or Elijah or one of the prophets. But Jesus looked back and he was like, but what about you? Who do you say that I am? And in the same way, we want to ask you, Catherine, like, who do you say Jesus Christ is personally to you? Mm, that's a great question. I, through the healing journey that I've gone through and really having to learn about the relationship I have with him, I would say that he's my father because I had to work really hard to view him as a father, mm-hmm. not this, Amen. again, not this great higher power that just lives in the clouds and, you know, who wants to condemn and shame and judge me, but a father who cherishes mm-hmm. me as his daughter, a, a father who I'm the apple of his eye. I'm Amen. his masterpiece. Mm-hmm. I He hurts when I'm hurting. He wants to seek justice when somebody has caused me pain. He 
wants to comfort me in my sadness. When I'm when I've had nights where I've cried myself to sleep on my pillow, my father is there wanting to just hold me and comfort me and give me a peace that surpasses all understanding. He's a father that is soft. And that I really um one of the things I had to really pray for is God show me your tenderness because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to receive that from a man. Mm-hmm. I didn't know from a male figure. And so if we don't know how to receive that from a, an earthly father, I couldn't receive it from a heavenly father. Mm-hmm. And so really when I say who who do I say God is? He's he's my father that loves me mm-hmm. exactly as I am, exactly with all the mistakes I've made mm-hmm. and will continue to make. He still loves and cherishes me. I'm no less valuable because of sins that I, I've done in ways that I failed. I'm no less worthy. And so really learning who he is as my father and who I am as his daughter mm-hmm. for me has been healing in in more ways than I have time to explain here, yeah. but it, it really that that is who Christ is to me. That is beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And that is so intimate as your father. And I just pray and hope that anyone listening to this and anyone who who's able to relate with Catherine's story, like God loves you. God is love and he is for you and he is with you every step of the way. Like I just invite you like, you know, to to seek him with your heart. He knows everything already. Just invite him into your life, into your heart and into the things that you may be going through. Like you're just not alone. He is with you. He is for you. Yes. Yes. Amen. And we want to invite everyone to check out Catherine's podcast, Rooted Podcast. Um, It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. She has some great stuff on TikTok. That's where Michelle um founder yes. you know and and she, she you know received... thank you jesus for tiktok yes. Yes. Amen. Yeah. instagram too connected instagram. with Catherine. Yes. we'll put it in our description that way mm-hmm. you guys can have that available as well yeah and yes we like to be and mindful we'll um, stay connected as well yes, yes. 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 amen <laughs> yeah amen yeah. we want to be mindful um for the listeners um in case someone is listening right now and and you know has not received Christ as their Lord and Savior. We always like to serve the Lord with excellence, with everything yeah. that we do. And yes. um, we, we would like to lead you to Christ if you haven't received him yet. Yes. But the, the, the Bible says that you have to declare it with your mouth. And there's a piece of scripture mm-hmm. and you also have to believe it in your heart. And the way this comes into alignment is if, if you believe that by you know, listening to Catherine's testimony, if you believe that God did it for her, gave her healing and peace, and start being bold in Christ. If you believe that that God could do it for her and, and God could do it for you too, then that's that means that you're believing it in your heart. Mm-hmm. So now we could lead you with declaring it with your mouth. So go yes. ahead, Michelle. So in Romans 10, 9, 10, it says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. So go ahead and just um, declare this with your mouth and and, um, repeat this after me. Lord Jesus, I declare with my mouth that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. 
and you live forevermore. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. I declare victory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Catherine, to close out the podcast, we want to ask you if, if you could close it with prayer. And, and okay. if, if you could just please pray for, for all the women out there and, and whatever you know the Holy Spirit reveals to you in your prayer, um, please. Sure. Um, God, just thank you. Thank you for this time. Thank you for the opportunity to just lift your name. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for connecting the three of us. Uh, everything is so divinely appointed by you and your timing and in your goodness. And so I just, I really do um, lift them, the, this podcast up to you. Um, let it reach who it needs to reach. Let this conversation penetrate deeply into somebody's heart who really needs it and is aching for it, Lord. And may they know that they're not alone in any way, shape, or form in anything that they're struggling with and anything that they're battling. May they know that the authority that lies within them because of the God that lives within them, God. I rebuke any sort of attack that anybody is facing right now. I rebuke any strongholds, any generational curses. I rebuke any chains that that need to be broken off, God. Let them be broken off in your name and in your authority. Let healing and wholeness take place. Wholeness, wholeness. Let let anyone listening know how whole and complete that they are in you already. Know that this is not something that can ever be given to them by anybody or anything but you. Let them know the power, the power and the boldness that resides within them because of the God that resides within them. God, I pray that that anybody listening and anybody hearing this prayer can just know how loved they are, how wanted they are, how valuable they are, how worthy they are, how deserving they are. All of these things that you have planted in them and given them when they were formed in in their mother's womb, that they have all of these things. They're equipped with everything that they need already because of you who have equipped us, God. And we just, we're so thankful. We're so thankful that you're so good. We're so grateful that you're so faithful. And we're so grateful that you're a father who wants to hear about our valleys and our mountaintops and that you're with us through it all. And we just thank you and lift you in your name we pray. Amen, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Catherine. It was a pleasure, to be honest, to have you. And we're so thankful for you. And we can't wait to continue to stay connected with you. Yes. Yes. And for the listeners, we love you guys. Keep God first place. He is with you and he is for you. God bless you guys.